Welcome to Run 12-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Gowen. Well, it's Pastor Justin again with Run 12-1 Podcast. Just want to thank you for joining me today or whatever day that you are listening to this. Uh, this is January the 17th. It's a Wednesday that I am dropping this podcast, really recording this podcast and I'll drop it the same day as well, or load it up the same same day. Um, but hey, just wanted to say, hey, I hope I hope your New Year is going well. It's already the seventeenth day into January. It's two thousand twenty four. So um, across the nation, um, across this United States of America, man, have we been hit with just storm of of winter, 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 winter. It is winter everywhere. I'm currently in Florida, and it is winter. This morning, it was I think. 22, 23 degrees in Florida, and I'm on the Gulf of Florida, so uh, which is typically not the case. So uh, wherever you're at, I hope you're staying warm, and by God's grace, we'll walk through this season of coolness before we get the heat coming back up. So praise God for that. Last episode we looked at, we looked at uh, being able to share, uh, what, what, basically in essence, what if God called you to share the gospel with an enemy or with your, you know, with with, with somebody. Uh, that that you may not exactly like, or um, well, that's pretty much what it was about. Um, and we looked at the life of Saul slash Paul when he was converted, and Ananias uh, when God called Ananias to to go. Um, and we see that Ananias had a question first with 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 the messenger, uh, with God's with God's vision, and then he ended up going. And so, no matter what, no matter Romans five. Uh, explains to us that where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. It doesn't matter who you are, what you have done in your past. All, all sin is able to be forgiven because of God's grace. God's grace exceeds our sin. We have this lifetime to respond to his gracious gospel. If you reject it and die, then you will spend an eternity with that choice. You have this lifetime. With that being said, um, this podcast, this this episode is dealing with verses 20 through 25 and kind of right after this, right after Paul is converted, right after Ananias goes to him and lays his hand on him, Paul receives his sight. What happens next? Um, and I kind of, you know, how fast is fast or how soon should we obey, right? Um, well, let's look at what, what, what Paul uh, does in verse twenty, and it says, "And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God." But all that heard him were amazed and said, "Is not this he that destroyed them which called on his name in Jerusalem, and came hither for the, that intent that he might bring them bound unto the chief priest?" But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is very Christ. Verse twenty three, and after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. Now they're just doing exactly what Paul did and what they did to Jesus and all the other disciples. He's starting to proclaim Jesus Christ, who Jesus Christ proclaimed himself to be, who the scriptures proclaimed himself to be. And now they're seeking Saul. Now they're seeking to kill Saul. Verse 24, but their, but their laying await was known of Saul and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down by the wall in a basket. And so, I mean, we could, we, we could go back into this and talk about, um, 
really the 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 bitterness, the jealousy. The Bible tells us in Proverbs six twenty four, for jealousy is a rage of a man. When we see people upset, when we see people being vindictive and rude and harsh and mean, it's majority of the time the Bible tells us, well, because if they're acting out like that, is because they're je- because they're jealous, because they're bitter about something, um, and that's what we see uh, in this in the religious individuals, the Judaizers, the priests, the high priests, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Paul was once their man and was underneath of their thumb pressure. Now he's out, he's saved, he's converted, and he's preaching the very message that he wants, that Paul once persecuted people for. So now guess what happens? Paul is now being sought to be persecuted. But something happens at the beginning of this. And it's just another simple podcast, this 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 uh, the, uh, this episode. And uh, sometimes it'll be more in depth, maybe sometimes harder to, uh, harder subjects. But this one, I think, is really plain and simple. Um, most Christians think that, and I believe this, and I know this, not just being a pastor, but by, but, but yes, by being a pastor, but just taking heed to asking questions to people once they have been saved or how long they have been saved and kind of their view of what they should, when they should do things, how they should do things, but really the timing of when they should do things. And a lot of people think that there needs to be some biblical knowledge that is had that needs to uh, be studied out in order before somebody goes and proclaims Jesus Christ, uh, the gospel, basically. And I would say this, not that studying scripture is bad and that we should not do it once we are saved. Of course, we should. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy, to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We should be studiers of the word of God. The Bible tells us, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119.11. And so we know that God's word helps us to sin less not to be sinless, but to sin less in our life in the Psalms. And we also know that that the more that we study, the the more knowledge we get of God, the 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 closer we become, uh, the, the 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 faster we walk through our sanctification process. We we know this, but there's no amount of biblical knowledge that needs to be had before one can go out and share the gospel. How do I know this? Now, yes, you can argue the fact that Paul, Saul, was a studier of the word of God. Well, uh, clearly he was, but he did not, he he missed Christ. So he studied, but his study uh, was good to an extent. We can see that through his writings, that he was a very smart, very, very, very educated in the law. A Pharisee of the Pharisees of the tribe of Benjamin, he would say later on in the book of Acts, he's explaining things about who he was when he's, when he's talking to the um, when he's talking to different individuals, uh, Jewish individuals, of who he's explaining himself to, but nonetheless, as he's as he's uh, the moment he is converted, the Bible tells us in verse twenty, and straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues. He went from not saved to saved, or not saved and blind, or basically not saved to being saved and blind. The blindness removed from him. And as soon as that happened, the Bible says straightway, which is a which is a word depicting right away or aka immediately. Is this something we see in scripture? Other places? Absolutely. We see this with with the James and John, with Andrew. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, the moment that that James and John explained, we have found the Christ, 
and Andrew goes and meets Christ. They didn't wait. They went and talked about Jesus. Andrew then, once he sees and hears Christ and becomes a follower of Christ, what does he do? Does he wait? No. The Bible tells us he immediately goes and finds his brother Peter and explains to him, hey, he's what, what did he share? He shared Christ. He didn't know the totality of everything. He just knew we have found the Christ. We find the Messiah. Come, come, come. He just shared Jesus. Peter comes and now becomes a follower of Jesus Christ and believes in Jesus Christ. Philip and Nathaniel, just after that in John's gospel, literally just after that, Philip with Nathaniel, the same thing. I'm, I'm about to preach through this really, uh, this actually this Sunday in regards to circle of influences and, and, uh, and, and, and who we go to. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for all of my church members who will be listening to this podcast prior to this Sunday, but uh, maybe you want to go look at uh, our church, Blue Creek Baptist Church, uh, and watch the, 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 this coming Sunday's message, maybe Sunday or maybe Monday or Tuesday next week, and see what I mean in, in, I'm in regards to that. But the fact is, is that they didn't wait. They immediately went and talked about Christ. The woman at the well in John 4, what happened after she, meet, after she met Jesus? What did she do? Did she wait? No, she she even left her watering pot. The very reason why she went there in the first place, she left it there. So excited to go back to her town to where she really wasn't had a good name, did she? <laughs> she didn't have a good name. I mean, she 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 slept around. But she went back into her context immediately and shared Jesus, shared the gospel. This is not a foreign concept. We see this with the Philippian jailer. He was saved. His household was saved thereafter. I mean, it's, it's, it's a redundancy throughout the New Testament that once somebody is saved, they have enough information to share the same. Now, does that stop them from being a student of God's word? No, but there's no need, there is no amount of information that is needed the more in order to say, well, here's a prerequisite. I have to know the book of John, or I at least have to have half the Bible read, read before I share the gospel, or I have to you know, understand the doctrine of justification or sanctification or glorification or eschatolo- you know, eschatological events, or I have to understand Daniel. Or I have to, those things will come. Yes, child. Yes, son of God, daughter of God. Yes, we should understand those things, but those are not prerequisites that understand before you share the gospel. The gospel is needed to be shared immediately post or following your salvation. And that is something that we see Paul doing immediately. The Bible says in verse 20 of Acts chapter 9, and straightway he preached Christ. It's an immediate, I like to say immediate obedience. Immediate obedience to share the gospel. The more you do it, the better through the Spirit of God, through the strength of God, through the focus of the Holy Spirit of God, the better you become. You, you become sharper. You, you, you'll have answers to questions that you didn't have before. If you're a good student of the Word of God, you share the gospel with somebody, and guess what then happens? You share the gospel with them. They ask a question that you don't know, and then you say, well, I don't know the answer to that question, but hey, let me get your information number or maybe an email address, and I'll go study it out. And when I do find the information of that with the answer, I'll contact you back. And you become a grower in the Word of God. You don't just, well, I don't know the answer. Okay, bye. Will you do me? No. Take the time to stop, to write their name, get get a contact information. That way you can follow up with them and then go study that out. And then so two things happen. You can answer that person, but then the next time somebody asks a similar question, you've already studied it out and you know. You're going to have questions. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm what could say myself a veteran in sharing the gospel, but I, but I share the gospel. I mean, on a weekly basis. And there's sometimes people ask me questions. And I'm like, hmm, 
I, I don't, I'm, I'm not just going to give you a generic answer to this question because I don't, I don't, I don't rightly know, under, you know, I, I, I don't know the, the correct answer. And so let me, let me study it out and I'll get back to you and I'll get their name. I'll get their number. I'll get their contact, whatever the case may be. So I can follow back up on them. Um, and there'll be times where people refuse to give you that information. They really didn't want to answer that question anyways. They were just using that question to ask you as a way out of the conversation, or they don't really care. They're asking the question because they, they care less if you have the answer to it or not. They're going to ask you another question. It's just what people sometimes do, unfortunately. They don't want to know the answer to the question. They just want to question and question and question and question to give them an excuse never to bow the knee to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which everyone will do eventually. The Bible tells us. In this life or the next, you will bow the knee before Jesus Christ. But immediate obedience, stay focused, immediate obedience, straightway, Paul shared the gospel. Will you be a straightway Christian? Will you be one who is a sharer of the beautiful gospel of Jesus Christ? How beautiful the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things, the Bible says in Romans, Romans chapter 10. What a beautiful, how beautiful are the feet of those that share the gospel. How beautiful are the feet. I hope you're sharing the gospel. I hope you have beautiful feet. Be instant. Be obedient. Be immediate. Be straightway. God bless and have a great day. Thanks for taking the time to listen to Run 12-1 podcast. Run your marathon race that God has placed you in. God bless. God bless.